This is the TTPA, Tani Talks Perke Avos, this year, where we talk a Mishnah of Perke Avos per day. With we'll sage the commentary and practical advice to say we are in chapter 6, paragraph 2, Perak Avav, Mishnah Bet, here in season 6 of the TTPA with the Mishnah elucidated. We're on our last 10 or so Mishnahs, and then we will close out for this season, for this year, and take our big summer hiatus before God willing, Mr. Shemli Nedder. We come back. These are long Mishnahs, so I apologize in advance, but they're wonderful nonetheless, and we will do our best. I'm Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. Rabbi Shulman Levi said, Each and every day a heavenly voice comes out of Mount Horeb from Sinai, declaring and saying, Woe to the people because of the disgrace to the Torah. When people neglect the Torah, they insult the Torah, a sin for which they are cursed. When people do not study Torah, it is disgrace, Rashi points out. The heavenly voice announces that God will not overlook this insult to his Torah, Medrash Shmuel points out. The Torah was given at Har Sinai, where the Jewish people swore that they would learn the Torah constantly. A person who is not studying Torah as much as he can should imagine that the mountain itself is calling out to him, Woe to the people because of the disgrace to the Torah pointed out by the Medrash Shmuel. Because we find that anyone who is not occupied with studying Torah is cursed in that he is called a Nazuf, someone who is banned from society. Nazuf literally means rebuked. Someone who has been rebuked by his teacher or a great person undergoes a form of excommunication, Rashi points out. As it is stated in Proverbs and Mishli, like a golden ring in the snout of a swine, so is a beautiful woman whose sense of reason has departed. A Torah scholar who is not fully occupied with the study of Torah is like a gold ring in a swine's snout, which despite its value is repulsive because the swine does not take care of it, but lets it become soiled. The words beautiful woman whose sense of reason has departed are interpreted as referring to a scholar who does not know the reasons for what he has learned because he did not study as much as he could have. The verse compares him to a golden ring in the snout of a swine, although the ring is beautiful, people avoid it because the swine defiles it by dragging it through filth and garbage. Similarly, although the Torah scholar has glimpsed the beauty of Torah, God bans him from his presence like a nazuf because he insulted the Torah by neglecting his studies, Rashi points out. The Brisa uses the term Nazuf because the first three words of the verse, Nezim Zahov Ba'af, a golden ring in the snout, can be abbreviated to read at Nazuf, as Machsurvici points out. The Brisa interprets two verses as referring to someone who does occupy himself with studying Torah. As it says in Shemos, the tablets were God's handiwork, and the writing was the writing of God engraved, Harus, upon the tablets. These are the tablets that Moshe brought down from Har Sinai. Do not read it as it is written, Harus, but read it as though it is written, Chairus, which means freedom. Since words of scripture are not vowelized, they can be read in different ways. However, the Brisa does not intend to change the true reading of the verse. Rather, it is using poetic license to interpret the verse in such a way that it supports the lesson being taught. This teaches that there is no free person except one who is occupied with studying Torah. If Charus is, is read as Charus, the phrase becomes Charus alalichos, which can be translated as freedom through occupation with the tablets, Torah. Machsavicha points out the freedom mentioned here is freedom from ordinary responsibilities. Since a Torah scholar is respected by his fellow Jews, they are eager to help him and take care of his ordinary needs, as Rashi and Machsavicha points out. Alternatively, the Bryce is speaking of spiritual freedom. A person who is occupied with studying Torah learns to control the urges of his body, freeing himself to fill the desires of his soul 
as Medrash Shmuel points out. Anyone who is occupied with studying Torah is raised as is stated in Bamidbar from Matana to Nachliel, from Nachliel to Bamos. The verse is interpreted to mean that it goes from studying Torah, which is God's gift, the Matana, to being the inheritance of God, Nachliel, and from there he is raised to great heights, Bamos. Through learning Torah, he becomes God's inheritance, that is, he enters God's inner circle and enjoys a closeness with him. As a result... Of this special relationship, he reaches great spiritual heights, Rashi Medrashmo points out. According to its plain meaning, this verse lists some of the places where the Jewish people stopped during their travels in the wilderness. Matana, Nachliel, and Bamos are names of places. However, the verse is interpreted here as alluding to the journey of one who studies Torah, as the Marshan Nadarim 55a allude to as well. So, of course, it's wonderful to be involved in Torah, Mitzvahs, and Chesed. You're really only free. We have a whole Tani Talks radio about this also, Tani Talks Life, about this as well. Really, freedom is only only through the mitzvah, the Torah, and the chesed aspect of the life. What you give away is really what you keep, and what you have really you don't have. A life full of Torah, mitzvahs, and chesed is really the most free life ever, and we should try as much as we can to fill our days with such wonderful things in so many different ways. Join us next time as we talk about giving kavod even for one letter, for one halacha we learn from someone else. Here on the TTPA, and I'm your host, Tani.